0: Diane Cece of East Norwalk Neighborhood Association. We're going to pivot a little bit to some local issues, but if we want to, we'll be returning to the national ones around 1150 if you want to call us back at that time. Diane, hi and welcome. Hi.
1: Hi. Good morning, Lisa. How are you?
0: I'm well. I'm well. I saw a bunch of items in the news today about Norwalk, including, of course, your own newsletter, but I also saw that There was an announcement by Steve Kleppen, I think he's the director of planning and zoning in Norwalk, that um, I guess after a long amount of investigation and research, Norwalk is coming up with brand-new zoning regulations. Is that right?
1: Yes, that's true. I think it's been – it's either a two- or three-year process at this point, um, engaged with um, consultants, of course. And um, what they're looking to do is rewrite – the um, do a complete overhaul of the zoning regulations throughout the city. And I think, if I recall, they've said that it's, it really wasn't done um, for the past 30 years. There's been some, you know, tweaks as you go along, of course, but this is the first comprehensive review of zoning regulations throughout the city. So,
0: And what do they want to accomplish, to Diane? Yeah, I mean, like, do they want to keep neighborhoods the way they are? Do they want to encourage well, change? You know, what it, do they it, want to
1: do? it it's interesting because um two two things with that they're going to make a a public presentation of the draft um presentation of these um zoning rewrites on April 4th i think it is um we'll have it posted on our website and um, but what but what Mr. Kleppen is not doing is making any of the information available beforehand, so that folks can kind of why read it at their leisure and why. Um, What's the You secret? know, that's a great question, Lisa. And 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 actually, when I called in today, I almost wanted to say to you that um, our conversations at this point really shouldn't focus on specific applications or or studies. Um, it really is – a lot of this has so much more to do with broken systems that just that just don't work. This is a great example of it. So um, we applaud the city to have public presentations where people can review these studies, see what they're recommending, uh, providing more feedback. Who remembers what feedback we provided two years ago? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to do that. But the fact is, is that when you're actually in these meetings, either in person or mostly via Zoom they are, you're, you're really essentially seeing it for the first time. And it doesn't really give you an opportunity to digest it, to think about it, and to provide any relevant I hate Zooms. I'm beginning
0: to hate them altogether. I'd rather go into a room, a public room, get the feel of the room, really Mm -hmm. sit and absorb a presentation, watch Mm -hmm. all the body language, see all the eyes darting with each other, get a sense of what's going on in the room. You can't get that on a Zoom.
1: Right, exactly, exactly, and I, I actually, I'm a proponent of hybrid because I think it gives people both opportunities. Hybrid is choice. good. But, hybrid but, is good, but yeah, but zo- if you're really very involved, be, you want
0: to be in the room. Exactly. Hybrid is excellent for people who really want to just observe. But if you want right, to be exactly. in there pitching and understanding, exactly. you got to be in the room.
1: Exactly, and to your point, the body language is so important with the, because um, uh, sometimes those that that eye darting is eye rolling, which just drives us mad, but. So the point is, is that if you really, if your goal is really to have public participation and and to get the type of involvement where people can provide really relevant feedback, there isn't any reason why this can't be um, provided to the public in advance so people can read it at their leisure, uh, to print it out. I like to do that. I'm a dinosaur, I guess. I print things out. I write notes, you know, in the in the um, on the sidelines, I circle right. things right. Um, that that I want to make sure that I'm able to bring up. When when you don't provide it in you know in advance and you don't have that much of an opportunity, and what ends up happening at the end of these meetings, I'm sure you've been in dozens of them, is um, you can send your comments and suggestions into City Hall, send them into this email, and. You know, after the fact, people are less inclined to do that. Of course, the, they the other are. thing is, is I don't think that there should be any kind of an aha moment or ambush of people seeing something for the first time that could possibly be very controversial. Um, I don't know what's in it because I'm not privy to it, um, and I think their concern is that. I, I, my understanding is their concern is that they they want people to um, be together when, and, and listen to the presentation versus just reading something. But another portion of the zoning regulation rewrite is the accompanying the accompanying map, the zoning map. That's key. Um, that would reflect the changes That's key. they're recommending. Of course. And for some reason they're very concerned with the public seeing that map ahead well, of why? time. Well,
0: that's terrible. I, I, that's ridiculous. That, that
1: makes me nervous. Because Let me ask you
0: this: <laughs> Steve Kleppen is he? Uh, he mm-hmm. is the planning and zoning director. So this is—is mm-hmm. is he hired by the mayor? Who, who hires yeah, him, and he, how does that work?
1: Right, he's a, he's a, a mayoral appointment, um, and then confirmed by you know common council as a okay. as a hire, and okay. uh, reports into um, the uh, director of if um, you may even have a higher title of economic um, development I see. and planning and zoning and transportation mobility and parking it's a really kind of a large group um, he controls not only the administration of planning and zoning of course but um, also um, directs the planning and zoning commission and just to remind your readers because it's a little confusing in connecticut um, some planning and zoning commission commissions are separate and some are together and some commissioners are appointed, and some are elected. In Nawak, our planning and zoning commission is um, combined, which was just recently done in the past year, and um, they are appointed and not elected. So and all they appointed for two are appointed year by terms? the mayor. Two-year terms? By council. Two-year terms, or four-year terms? Um, I think it's. Um, I'm not sure what, what zoning is. I think, I think it's, it could be four year. I'm not sure. And then there's rotating because they have alternate commissioners as well.
0: Has there ever been a movement to changing it? Because Westport years ago, the planning and zoning commission was appointed. And then before my time, it became elected. Right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot,
1: Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Yeah, from time to time, various groups bring up, you know, the discussion about having uh, changing it in the charter to having um, planning and zoning um, commissioners um, elected instead of appointed. And we're in the middle of, or um, in the process of, uh, charter revision as well. So I'm not sure if that will be on the table this year or not. So,
0: what would you think about it? Do you think it's a good idea to appoint? It has gone, gone both Here's
1: ways, honestly. Here's my feeling on it. I think yep. that you know, obviously, for voter control, um, mm-hmm. so that you don't have, especially when you have long-standing majority rule, as we do in in Nawak. I mean, I think Harry Rilling is in his sixth term now. And um, with um, with double terms of majority on the council, um, 14 Democrats to one um, Republican. Um, so I think that there's something you know inherently um, you know questionable in that type of process. However, when people suggest they should be um, voted in, um, I always remind them to take a look at the people that you did elect. And if and if you're if you're happy with that then you should consider having elected well, commissioners but, and here's thing,
0: happy, but here's the thing but here's the thing Diane let me explain at least the way the charter is written in Westport and it doesn't have to be written this way in norwalk but in Westport and in many other communities the charter is written believe it or not to guarantee a sizable percentage of minority representation right so on the planning and zoning commission and it's just uh, it's just the way it's written. You cannot have the majority be right. by more than one. So you could have four Democrats, three Republicans. So you could have, I think, uh, three Democrats and two Republicans and two Independents. It's something like that right. where you can't where there has to still be a minority. Yeah, and so you could write it that way and. It doesn't guarantee that the majority won't always win because they're the majority, but it allows some people now and then to be swing voters and have a little bit more independence. Exactly.
1: Definitely one of the major benefits of, of election versus versus mm-hmm. appointment, because the other thing is, too, is with zoning is that you need to have representation from across the city and not just heavily weighted in you know neighborhoods that you know are looking to protect their own, you know, what their own interests are as well. So. In That's the meantime, it so is you could the way that, it is, that people. Unless it does come right. up, and it is covered in our charter, unless it does become a part of the charter revision, um, you know we can expect it to stay this way. The thing so that we're was concerning to us. So though,
0: yeah, go ahead.
1: Yep. Um, what was concerning to us is that I guess there's a longer history about how planning and zoning first got separated to begin with. Uh, my understanding is it had something to do, you know, politically with some um, with some issues politically. But when they got back – when when, uh, Mr. Kleppen considered recombining them, um, one of the stated goals that he did state in public was so that everything could be streamlined for the developers in order to save them time and money and resources um, by having to um, often do double presentations to one to a planning commission, depending on the nature of the application, and then a second – um, one to the Zoning Commission. And so one of the primary goals was in the best interest of saving time, money, and resources for developers. How does so go work for what's, the public? Yeah, um, not right, so much.
0: Right. Well, I think it's self-evident. So right. tell me a little bit, um, what is happening with Cemetery and with Mill Pond and all of that, mm-hmm. Diane? Yep.
1: So right now there have been two formal public hearings. The first was on March 2nd. Uh, The second was on the 15th. It was continued um, in the first session. The developers did a more than three-hour overview of the plan, so it left very little time in the evening for uh, the public to speak. So the second hearing was continued to uh, the 15th. Um, The overwhelming majority of speakers at both um, in person, this was hybrid, in person and on Zoom, um, overwhelmingly have rejected this plan. Um, some to a lesser degree, you know, lesser or greater degrees than others. Others have more concern about traffic versus density and height and the buildings themselves. And so um, last week, the public comment portion of the hearing was closed. Um, And this week, tomorrow night, is a continuance of the public hearing. But the intent is only for it to be the applicant's attorney doing the applicant's rebuttal. To the public comment, um, and part of the rebuttal is answering specific questions from the from the um, uh, public as well regarding the application. And then, depending on how late the hour goes, we can expect, um, or we've been told to expect, that the commission can actually deliberate and vote on the Cemetery Street application all in the same night. So they may hear the rebuttal. Um, deliberate and vote tomorrow night. We're just not sure of that at this point. Wow, that's quick. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and staff will tell you it's not quick because this has been going on for, um, you know, since the summer.
0: Um, but lots
1: me. of things don't happen in between, especially that the public is really engaged with, um, meetings that they can't participate in, they can only watch but from the time that it becomes public in terms of public hearings, things do happen pretty rapid fire. Very
0: quickly. Wow.
1: So, yeah, some of it, some of it is, is because of statutory state statutes that require timelines under which public hearings must be scheduled and then closed. Has anybody um, done
0: an environmental impact statement on the pond?
1: Well, Not exactly. Um, so, they did um, in, in, at the last minute um, kind of dump on us some environmental information, but it's not to the extent of a study that we would like to see. Um, the DEEP really hasn't stepped up to the plate to do, um, to look at what this impact is because they have very limited purview over what they can look at. And um, there's two things there's inland wetlands. Um, only a tiny sliver of which is involved in this parcel, believe it or not, even though it sits at the pond. And the other area is um, related to water-dependent uses and impact on endangered and watchless species.
0: Well, look, they're and- very busy trying to get people to hunt bears deep, mm-hmm. okay? They're, yeah. they're very busy trying to encourage, you know, hunting mm-hmm. again in Litchfield County. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just shocking to me. All right. Well, Diane, listen, um, we could continue to get in the weeds with this. I know people are very interested in what happens to East Norwalk, but just lifting up from a little bit, if people want to find out more and subscribe to your newsletter, how could they do this?
1: Please, yes. Yeah. So um, it's East Norwalk Neighborhood Association. Our website is eastnorwalk.org. And our email um, is info, I-N-F-O. At eastnawwalk.org, and they can get on our email list. Like you said, it's the best way to keep informed. And we certainly want people to be able to observe tomorrow night and see how the vote goes. Um, and just quickly, Lisa, um, they can vote to approve outright, they can vote to approve with a slew of conditions on it that may mitigate some of our big concerns, they can deny outright, or they can deny without prejudice meaning that the applicant is free to come back with a reconfigured plan that would be more agreeable without having to start the entire process over again.
0: Okay, so there were choices, and and, yes. and the Planning and Zoning Commission is aware of its choices.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, yeah. good luck. Let us know what happens.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I'll keep you posted.
0: Good luck for the birdies.